Welcome to Words From Your Mama. I'm your host, Simone. If you're a mom or maybe considering being a mom and you want some encouragement along the way, then this podcast is for you. On this podcast, I interview moms from every walk of life as they share their experiences. So thanks for listening. I love being called mom. I love being able to like care for my kids and, you know, it's not always rainbows and whatnot, but it is, um, there's just something very rewarding about it and being able to serve. On this episode, we are going to be talking with a very motivated mama who's breaking down all kinds of walls and tearing down generational curses. She's a humble, quiet powerhouse of a woman and together her and her husband have a large, beautiful family. Edel Gutierrez is going to be sharing some of her experiences as a mama, and I look forward to hearing about it. Hi, Edel. How are you? I am wonderful. Great. So um, before we start asking questions, why don't you just tell the audience a little bit about yourself? What state were you born in? Like, How many kids do you have? Okay, so for those that don't know me, uh, my name is Edel, like Kettle without the K. That's what I tell everybody. But my full name is actually Etelvina Gutierrez, and I am a mama of six, ranging from the ages of 16 to 25. Um, I've been with Junior for 23 years. I'm from San Jose, California. Um, And I think I said more than what you asked. Yeah, no, that's great. I appreciate it. (laughs) It's awesome. So getting right into these questions, we're going to ask one of my favorite questions. What do you do to recharge? Like, what's the most relaxing thing you do? Okay, so I it was I was kind of like a toss up between two things, because for the most part, um, I've always started my day with going to the gym. That's been like my thing. And uh, since that time, though, I've really after we started this thing at church called Psalms 40, I have really learned to focus on that in the morning time and really focus on how I'm, how I'm feeling. Um, so it's actually involved me starting my day off that way, uh, to relax, I guess, and to reset mentally. And so then in return, it also involves prayer in the morning. And then I, you know, I focus on the physical side of things like my health, um, so now it's kind of like the spiritual side first and then the health thing first. So I would say they kind of go hand in hand. That's nice. That's cool. That's really yeah. good. So what is one thing that you love most about being a mom? Um, I, well, I honestly did. I never thought I was going to be a mom. Honest, like truthfully, I did not picture myself being a mother. Um, but now that I am. I love, I love being called mom. I love being able to like care for my kids and, you know, it's not always rainbows and whatnot, but it is, um, there's just something very rewarding about it and being able to serve, um, and to take care of them. So, yeah, yeah. that's awesome. And you do a great job. I only know Alana and Alexis, but they're fantastic. (laughs) What is the hardest part about being a mom? The hardest part about being a mom is sometimes feeling like I can't help them in tough situations. So if they're going through some type of struggle, um, 
you know, that's between them and God uh, and not being able to help them see the bigger picture, like, hey, you, you need to reach out to God for this situation. And they just kind of want to take it upon themselves to try to figure it out. I think that's one of the hardest things about being a mom. And then, you know, and also I have kids that live far away in another state. So not being able to like see them and hug them and squeeze them. That's, you know, that's also tough because as they get older, um, I'm not as needed. So. Yeah. You spend decades like cuddling them and being there for them 24 yeah. seven. And then it's just, all right, I have to trust the process. I've raised them to be great citizens. They're out there in the yeah. world. Yeah. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. That seems pretty hard. On the same, in the same vein, what do you think would be like the hardest, well, sorry, what's the scariest moment to date as a mom? Um, The scariest moment, you know, honestly, and I, now that I'm more aware of the spiritual side of things and just kind of where society is right now yeah. I think the scary thing for me is my kids getting completely lost in the world because right now I just feel like there's so much out there that's very enticing even us as adults as, as parents just as humans in general it's just so easy to get sucked in so it's an even like it just it's even scarier for my kids because I know that they're going to, you know, God allowed us to have the freedom to choose. And so with that being said, I would love for them to choose the right way. But knowing that they have to make that choice, I think that's very tough. Um, yeah, I think that's the scariest thing. Yeah, definitely. I I can 100% relate as a child in the world. It's just technology has advanced so much that we have access to so many things and it's oh, so yeah. easy to just slip one day, like one day and just lose it all. Yep. Yep. I agree with that. It's, it's a tough thing. And hopefully, hopefully all my babies pay attention. Listen to me. <laughs> <laughs> and if not, there's, you know, the grace of God. So it works. Yes. So yeah. what has been the proudest moment for you as a mother to date? Um. I really do take pride in the fact that all of my kids are hard workers. Um, it's a hard I quality mean, to find. Yeah, it is. And I mean, I'm just so thankful for that because, you know, like one of my boys, he's, he's 23 and just bought his first home. He's a hard, hard worker. My 21 year old, same thing. He has a, like, he's a hard worker. He's, you know, just very responsible. My girls, same thing. Like Alana, she's 16 and she just got her second job. Ooh. So they're all like, I know. So they're, they're, they're very hardworking and they have a great work ethic, which I'm, I'm thankful for because I, again, like, I feel like the way kids can be nowadays, it's not to say that all kids are like this, but the way some kids are nowadays, it's, you know, they just don't want to do anything. So I am thankful for that, that I don't have to push them like to constantly um, to work. You know, uh, uh, my Alexis, she's same thing. She works. She loves to work. So, yes, yeah, so I think I'm pretty grateful for that for all of them. You know, Jeannie, all of them, they, they're just very hard workers. So, yeah. 
that's definitely a very hard skill or quality to come by anymore because, again, technology has kind of handicapped us and we just like to sit on our butts and do everything from our house. Uh, yeah, literally what I'm doing right now. <laughs> <laughs> Off my computer, yes. <laughs> so going into the kitchen, tell us about one of your go-to recipes, something that you can whip up in five seconds without even looking at a recipe. Well, most of the stuff I make, I don't look at recipes. Ooh. So, okay, you know, because I think for us, we kind of have like a routine. Like we know most of the time we're going to have either chicken or beef or salmon. But I think one of the ones that the kids and uh, junior love is, I would say would probably be um, chicken, like chicken tacos with Mexican rice um some salsa like that's kind of like my go-to for the most part um i mean carne guisada carne asada so there's like a i don't know i have so many honestly that i just i just love to cook list the fondest moment you've had as a mother (laughs) the fondest moment um man oh man i guess when i gave birth. I mean, I guess every mama loves when their baby's born and they have that baby smell and you get to hug them and squeeze them and they don't talk back yet. (laughs) (laughs) So I think, you know, those memories, I feel like it just happens so fast in the blink of an eye. Like I, those are some of my fondest moments. And I can still remember when each child kind of started pulling away when it came to like cuddling. And so I would, yeah, I would say when they're babies, when they're little. (laughs) Now, did you enjoy being pregnant? I know some moms, they were like, pregnancy was the best. I want to just be pregnant for the rest of my life. And then there's other moms that are like, I did not enjoy that process at all. I just went with it. (laughs) I don't even know. Like I know a lot of, (laughs) I know a lot of women, they're like very proud to be pregnant and things, but I feel like it happened so fast for me because it was like every two years I was pregnant and so I'm like dang again and so, <laughs> so it was um I mean I don't I don't know I I'm just I didn't mind it yeah. I didn't mind pregnant, um, but I knew that with each pregnancy I had to prepare myself for the day of you know um going into labor because since it was all natural and um it was, uh, it was tough. Yeah. <laughs> so, so yeah, so I just kind of like would always brace myself before that day came. I'm like, dang, I don't know how I'm going to do it this time. But yeah, so it was okay, I guess you could say. <laughs> <laughs> Who is your role model and why? Okay. So it's going to be a toss up between two people. Am I allowed to say two or do I have to say only one? No, you can say as many as you'd like. Okay. Well, then technically I have three. But (laughs) so, you know, I think the the one that people would probably say, I'm assuming, would be their, a lot of them would say their mom. So I would say my mom is an incredible role model um, when it comes to, so she was a single mom for quite some time up until I was about nine years old. And I don't, I don't remember too much of my childhood, but what I do remember is that at that time, I didn't realize how much we were without, um, 
I didn't realize how much we were struggling because my mom just figured out a way to provide for us. And even with like the littlest things, she always made sure that we were taken care of. Um, And she taught us to be grateful that and to be very, very respectful. So, um, you know, it was, she was one of those mamas that if you passed by an adult and you did not acknowledge them, she'd smack you. Yeah. She'd be like, nope, <laughs> go back and say hi. So I do feel like um, she was a role model in that sense to just be uh, strong and to um, just to make do with what you have. And even when she went through cancer, um, because she had cancer, she, I, you would have never thought that she had cancer because even at that time, she still would take care of us like if nothing was wrong with her. And so um, she definitely instilled great values in me, you know, when it, when it came to those things. Um, and again, like I didn't find out the struggles until later on as I got older and she kind of had conversations with me. So I would have had no idea of yeah. the struggle. Um, and then the second person I would say, which I'm going to assume again, that most people from our church would say that it's our first lady, you know, AKA Miss Diane. And, uh, you know, when I first moved here, um, I, I, I will like, she and I, we did hit it off and, and I'm very thankful for her because, uh, she helped me realize that I did need a friend living here um because i'm i'm pretty much a a loner and i didn't realize how much it's not very healthy to be a loner <laughs> so yeah so she just kind of taught me like what it is to have a person that cares and that checks up on you um she used to even before i was in church like that i was really going to church a lot and investing time into church um she would, she and I would get together. So I think that was kind of like a whole new, it was just, I I was not used to that. Yeah. And so because of that, and just because she was always consistent in her faith and even when things got rocky for her, she just still managed to take the time to pray for others, pray for myself. So I, I did. um, Yeah. So that meant a lot to me because I'm just, she sets an example for so many. And I know that's just such a hard role to play every yeah. single day because, you know, we're all human again. I'll, you know, I'll say that again. We're all humans. So it's uh, it's a tough role to play every single day. Yeah. So, yeah. So she's a second. That's huge. So I love your first role model because those are, again, great foundational morals and standards that you can, like, live on and teach your kids clearly. And yeah. those are kind of rare anymore. Like, you don't see people teaching be grateful or, you know, be a hard worker. You don't, you don't really hear that much more like anymore. And I think your second role model, obviously huge impact in my life, but she's just amazing. And you don't, again, you don't, no one tells you, Hey, don't be a loner. Hey, don't do this. Like you need somebody to lean on. So that's awesome. In that same vein, kind of looking back list three events that most shaped your life okay um it's difficult it is difficult because you know 
looking back, I, I was, yeah, that, man. So before I really, before I really knew about God, um, I mean, I did, but I didn't. Back in the day, I, I remember my mom would take us to different churches, like different, you know, religions. Um, and then when we moved to where my stepfather is at the age of nine, I attended a Nazarene church. And I was there for quite some time from the age of nine till about 17. And um, so, but I was never really invested in church. And I really, ne- I didn't really know what it meant to have like a relationship with God. Fast forward a little bit, I ended up getting pregnant at 19. And, you know, because I was very sucked into the world and I was a hot mess. I mean, I still am a hot mess, but I, I, but, you know, back then I was just very jacked up mentally. And um, so I got pregnant at 19. I had my son when I was 20. And um, that was one thing that kind of reeled me back into reality. Like, you know, I need to get it together. So that was, so that was something that definitely shaped me. Um, Him and I both learned to grow together. And I'm trying not to be long winded with this one. Um, But it was kind of since, you know, he was my firstborn. So it was trial and error definitely with him. But he taught me how to, I didn't really know um, what it was to be, I guess, loved in a different way. And so having this little human relying on you, it's just a different kind of love. And, you know, at that time, I was so broken. And so fast forwarding to all my other kids that I had, it just kind of taught me how to be a little bit softer Mm -hmm. each time I had somebody. Because with James, I was very strict because I thought that's what I was supposed to be. And then, you know, just kind of changed with each child, like with each child, like not only did they trans, like not only did they change, but I changed in the moment too. So that was kind of cool. And I, you know, I, I would say, you know, I really have like maybe two other moments and that's like the other moment would be when I just kind of like truly wholeheartedly gave my life to God. And um, again, like I, I feel like that's like an everyday battle for me because I, um, sometimes I just don't feel worthy, you know? Yeah. And, and so, um, just learning that God is very merciful and that he's just full of grace. I think that's kind of, um, I mean, I feel like that's like a daily thing that's, that shaped me. And then the last would probably be, um, when we found out junior had cancer, I think that was another big thing that we both were like okay, now what are we going to do? Like, did it really take this for us to, for God to get our attention? Yeah. And so I would say that'd be the other one. And thankfully, you know, he's cancer free now, which I'm so, so happy. Um, But it really helped us to grow and it gave us that time to just not take for granted, you Mm -hmm. know, God's, God's grace. So can I ask another kind of vulnerable question? Is your mom still around? She is. Okay. Yes. My mom is still around. She, um, you know, she's been cancer free for, for a while. And, um, 
Yeah, she's, you know, she's still kicking. And yeah. every time I talk to her, she's, you know, she usually asks me the same questions like, did you go to church today? <laughs> like she's, uh, but yeah, she's, she's still kicking. She's still very deep in the word. She's very involved. It's um, awesome. Yeah. Yeah. I was just thinking like having your mom have cancer and then having Junior have cancer, like that's just, it's the word itself is super terrifying. And knowing that someone you love has it is just extra terrifying. So I just yeah. want to know. Yeah. What are some family traditions your family now enjoys? My family now. So we make it a point to have a family vacation, uh, no matter what. That's good. And back in the day, even when we, when Junior was making like $10 an hour, we'd still manage to take them to like San Antonio because I moved to Texas when I was very young. And then I moved, um, or yeah, so I lived in Texas until I was, about 20, let me see, in 2012 is when we moved, we started moving around everywhere. But, um, but yeah, so we would take them to like San Antonio, just do something simple for them. And now like this year, we took them to Puerto Rico for mm -hmm. a week. <laughs> yeah, so we always try to make, you know, do something fun. We were doing the whole Florida thing once a year. Um, but now we kind of pivoted when it came when it comes to that. Yeah, you know, we're that's, so it important. that's so important. That's so important. It's fun, but it's also terrifying because, you know, my, my girls are not a fan of flying. And so that's a, that's a tough day yeah. to have them. Fun. Yeah. yeah. So my sister's the same way. I think the, we used to go to Disney as kids. And so when, um, it came time for us to go to Disney, it was right after nine 11 and my sister freaked out completely. So we had to completely change our train, our mode of transportation so we had ended up taking the train. So for the next four years, we would end up taking the train to Florida or road trips. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I am deaf. I am not a fan of um, those long drives. I am not. So I am a, I mean, I would rather fly <laughs> hands down. Yeah. So my girls, though, not a fan. Yeah. Well, that's all we have for this episode. Be sure to tune in next week for more words from your mama.